When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Talk in the Third Person Day, Tony. Don't you hate people who talk in the third person? Tony Kornheiser does not have a problem with them, no. He does not. Yes, he does. Yes, he no, does. He, he has a problem. I spoke to him earlier, or he spoke <laughs> to him earlier, or I spoke to you. I don't really know how it works. Don't try to Welcome figure to PTI, it out. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Bryce Young's size, more potential defectors from the Pac-12, and Jay Billis joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Dallas Mavericks getting 82 points from Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic and beating the 76ers 133-126. Concurrently, the Los Angeles Clippers blew a double-digit lead in the third quarter and lost again, this time to Golden State, who went on a 38-8 run late and won the game by 24 points. Wilbon, which was the more significant result? For me, Tony, having and I watched every possession of both those games and found some of it fascinating. You know, I'm sort of dismissive of Dallas because they don't play any defense. They gave up 126. They, 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 they don't. They don't play any defense. And so until they do, it's entertaining as hell to watch Kyrie and Luka. But I'm dismissing them because I don't think much of them as a team to go deep in the playoffs. Golden State and the Clippers could be a preview of the Western Conference Final. And the Clippers had their people. They didn't have Zubas, but they had everybody else out there, including the latest Plumley, who's been tremendous. So the Clippers, Tony, they've lost four in a row. They haven't won a game since the break. And this is a headliner to me because people came out of that break thinking, okay, you get Kyrie and Paul George out there, you went out and made some deals that fortify already the deepest roster in the league, you're going to make some noise. And so far, the noise they make, even with with Russell Westbrook playing pretty well statistically, is not good enough. And they got Sacramento tonight. That four-game losing streak could go to five. Did you just actually say that Golden State and the Clippers could meet in the Western Conference Finals? I said they could. Said they could. They could. Have you forgot? Yeah. If if Phoenix disbands, I you know you. I'm going to tell you that I don't know which is the more significant result here. You overrate the Clippers. By miles. You do. They're a 500 no, team. They're not very good. They're 0-4 so with Westbrook. It's not his fault. Westbrook was sitting down for most of that 38-8 run. You overrate Paul George. You think that the coach has magical powers. They're not a very good team. The more significant result is, you know why it's Dallas? I go, I'm going off the book here. It's Dallas because of the 76ers. Because once again, and Joel Embiid scored 35 points, and Harden scored 27 points. But once again, in a big moment, they could not beat a good team. That's who the Sixers are. And they can't beat Boston and Milwaukee, and they can't do it. I'm not even going to talk about that. Dallas needs 130 every time to win, and you can't get it in the playoffs. You can't. No defense whatsoever. Let's move to something I'm done I despised until this year, my whole life. The NFL combine and the draft together. Alabama quarterback Bryce Young might end up the number one pick still, but 
He's getting peppered with questions about his size, Tony. Young stands perhaps six feet tall and weighs less than 200 pounds, smaller than the prototype. He said this morning, quote, I've been this size respectfully my whole life. I know who I am. I know what I can do, close quote. Tone, how concerned should NFL teams be then about Young's size? Yeah, first of all, I'm going to bet the under on six feet, and I'm going to bet the under on 200 with Bryce Young. And I think this is a legitimate thing. I know you make fun of the combine, and a lot of the measurables are stupid, like the size of your hands. Joe Burrow has small hands. He's a great quarterback. It doesn't matter. Whole small hands. But a quarterback size... A quarterback size could, in fact, matter. And, and you ask yourself, w- what would matter most on this? Well, you would think immediately, okay, big defensive linemen batting down passes. But smaller quarterbacks, like Kyler Murray, for example, they learn Ooh. to find a lane and they learn to release the pass. So they have those skills. The greater problem here, they are players in the NFL defense are so big and fast and strong. If you are really slight... You can get pounded. You can really yeah. get hurt. That's yeah. that's what I would – not his skills. He's got great skills. He I'd does. worry about him getting hurt. Tony, his skills are at times amazing. His intellect – when you hear this kid talk, you, you go, I want him representing my franchise, my business. Yeah. He's got all of that. You want to hug him. You think, did, did I like this kid. Tony, he's tiny. All right? I'm not trading yeah. Justin Fields for him. To get rid of Justin Fields to draft him and the Bears have the number one pick and it was suggested? No. No. And I know that he may very well go on and play above that because guys like Drew Brees have done that and Russell Wilson has done that. I That's get right. it. He may. That's but right. I ain't betting on that, Tone. I'm not as slight. No. He's like he should be in a, a ad for Zania. He looked great in whatever clothes yeah. they want to put him in. But, man, on a football field, and Kyler Murray got yeah, so popped small. a lot. A lot. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what happens. Drew Brees is great, and for 10 years, Russell Wilson was great. But if you have to bet, you bet on Josh Allen. You bet on a big guy. You bet on Tom Brady. Yeah. That's just, yeah. this, is, this is a measurable that actually does, might Scares matter. Me. Might matter. We Scares move on. Me. The Athletic is reporting that the Big 12 is wooing Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah, the so-called four corner schools, to abandon the Pac-12 and join the Big 12. Well, but I know you don't normally like conference realignment stories, but these are your schools, Arizona and Arizona State. Out in what you fondly and daily refer to as, look behind me, the desert. Should they want the Big 12 over the Pac-12? Tony, I think they should want to stay in the Pac-12. Look, the Pac-12's got some, some determining to do. All right, so this is dependent on what happens in the state of California. Because California still got a couple of important programs left. They would be called Stanford and Cal. All right? I'm not leaving them for anybody in the Big 12. And we don't know what's going to happen there yet. The Big 10, my conference, has got some transitioning to do away from from our, our, our former president, who's now president of the Bears, our former commissioner. What is the agenda now for the Big 10? I'm not entirely sure about it. But Stanford and Calton, I'm not leaving them. Who's the flagship institution with multiple sports in the Big 12? Is it Kansas? Maybe worthy institution. Great no, love them. No. Not Stanford and Basketball. Cal. So I got to see no. what the Pac-12 no. is going to do and who they're going to retain before I make that decision to bolt. So we are in agreement here, I, I think. The Big 12 is having a great basketball year. They're the best conference in the country. 
But basketball does not push realignment. Football pushes realignment. They are losing Texas and Oklahoma, which are traditional football schools. They are not, even though Larry Scott took a blowtorch to the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is still more glamorous than the Big 12. Do you want to, you know, do you really want to compare Texas Tech, Iowa State, and West Virginia to Stanford, Cal, and Oregon, and Washington? No, the the glamour is still in the Pac-12. What the Big 12 has done is amass a lot of teams like now BYU and Cincinnati and Central Florida and Houston. You know, okay, but I'm not sure I'd make that leap. I, I think I'd try to attract a couple of Big 12. The Big 12, all they care about is this Guinness Book of World Records having teams in all four time zones in the country, and then they go around with a beanie yeah, the Pac-12 with a propeller needs to on recruit. it. Get out go of here. Go start recruiting, let's, Pac-12. Let's, yes, they do. Yeah, you know? get Gonzaga to get a football team. Let's take a break. Coming up, does North Carolina still need to beat Duke tomorrow to make the tournament? We're going to ask Jay Billis, who last week told us they do. We'll also ask him what makes Houston, Houston, the number one team in the nation. Yeah, I, I don't want Here's to what you start learn. linking up with Here's the, what the you Twitter. learn about realignment stories, that the SEC and the Big Ten are by far the best conferences. Everybody else is yeah, scratching they matter more. Pardon the Interruption is brought to you by Toro. Count on it. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old, unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are entering the final weekend of college basketball's regular season for most major programs, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our great friend from College Game Day, Jay Billis. Let us start with where you are. You're in North Carolina. The game you'll be at tomorrow is Duke at North Carolina, a game you played in, played in it many times. Tar Heels have won three straight. Can you tell us what has been making them better? And do you want to go back on what you said to us last week that they needed to win both Virginia and Duke to get into the NCAAs. Is that still true in your mind? It's still true. I think North Carolina, this is a must-win game uh, for the Tar Heels. It's at home against a quad one opponent. And if the Tar Heels were to lose this game, it's not that they can't make the tournament. It's they'd have to do something extraordinary in the ACC tournament in Greensboro next week. 
And I don't think you want to put your back that far against the wall where it's make or break in the ACC tournament. And, you know, North Carolina has played better of late. Neither Duke nor North Carolina are great perimeter shooting teams. It's not that they can't make shots in a given game, but they're not great shooting teams. So this game is going to be determined by the paint. Uh, can you protect it and can you get into it? And the last time these two teams played, North Carolina, who shoots about 23 free throws a game, only shot three in Cameron Indoor Stadium. And I think you're going to see North Carolina look to remedy that. And then Pete Nance, the transfer from Northwestern, has, has played some of his best basketball over the last three games. He had 22 points against Virginia. And it coincides with him eating lemon Oreos in Hubert Davis's office after he took a nap in there. I don't know exactly how it works, but apparently these lemon Oreos are a big deal. They got 30 boxes delivered by a Carolina bar down in Tallahassee, and they beat the Seminoles. So who knows? Maybe it's a big Oreo day here in Chapel Hill. Jay, I could have gotten some damn lemon Oreos delivered to Evanston if that had made a difference for a four-year period. But I digress. We're going to move west just to annoy Tony. When I hear Houston Cougars, I'm thinking of Akeem Olajuwon and Larry Mishaw and Clyde Drexler and maybe Benny Anders. I know nothing. It is time for Tony and I to update ourselves through you on the number one ranked Houston, Coug- Houston Coug- Cougars. Who are they? Like, what are they good at? What are they less than great at? Give us a little update about 40 years worth on the Cougs. Well, the Cougs, which they spell it C-O-O-G-S, and I thought it was C-O-U-G-S, but, but who wants to argue over, over spelling? Uh, Kelvin Sampson's got a great team. Uh, they went to the Final Four two years ago, the Elite Eight last year, when they didn't have Marcus Sasser, their leading scorer this year, uh, or Tremont Mark, uh, who's back healthy this year. They play harder or as hard as any team in the country. I mean, I've said for a lot of, a lot of years under Kelvin Sampson that Houston leads the nation in playing hard. Uh, They're an excellent offensive rebounding team. They get about 38% of their own misses. Their turnover margin is excellent. It's uh, like plus five. Uh, That's top seven in the country. Uh, They're just really hard to play against. And Marcus Sasser can really score. They've got a point guard named Jamal Shedd who is six feet tall, but somehow he thinks he's 6'9". And he, he played center at times in high school just so his small uh, school team in Texas could win. They went to the tournament for the first time in forever under him. And they're relentless. Uh, and relentless is really hard to beat. And I would not be surprised. They're playing out of the American Conference, so they don't get the kind of respect they deserve. But, but a Final Four and Elite Eight back-to-back years, they should be respected. They've only lost twice, and I would not be surprised to see them playing in the Final Four in their home state. Wow. Well, Jay, that leads me to this then. My head is swimming with the number of teams I see that I'm impressed with on a given night, but you see many, many more and, and, and in greater depth. Of the, of the teams that we don't talk about that are less prominent, not on the marquee, who do you like as a real threat since there seem to be so many contenders? Yeah, there are a bunch of contenders. I'm not sure there are more than eight or nine that I would favor to win the national championship because winning six straight games in March and into April isn't easy. Now, reaching a Final Four is different. You can have somebody fall down in your bracket and reach a Final Four. There are a bunch of teams that can do that. But there, there are a couple teams in the Big East that, that would scare me if you had to play against them. One is Marquette. Uh, I mentioned turnover margin, which is a great indicator. And Marquette, while they're not a great defensive team, they're good defensively. 
what they can really do is pass the ball, and they've got a very good offense. They get a lot of easy baskets. They're good in transition. They've got a point guard named Tyler Kolick, who I think may be the best point guard in the country. He's certainly the best passer in my view. He averages about eight assists per game. Uh, he can knock down threes. He's just a great floor general. And Shaka Smart's got a team that forces turnovers. They force 16, 17 a game, and they score easily off those turnovers. So they can use their defense, even though it's, it's not a lockdown defense, to, uh, to create easy baskets ahead of the opponent's defense. And the one, the one uh, spot, they don't rebound particularly well, so they can be vulnerable to bigger teams on the glass and have to be disruptive. The other Big East team would be UConn. Like, UConn's legit. They, they ran into a, a six, seven-game slide in the middle of the season. They had a couple injuries, but uh, they've got a big guy, Adama Sanogo, inside. Uh, Jordan Hawkins can really shoot it. Uh, and they've got a point guard, Tristan Newton, that's had a couple of triple-doubles this year. U- UConn is going to be really dangerous in the tournament. Uh, we're going to get you out of here on this, and it's a one-word answer or a one-number answer. On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned should Wilbon be about Northwestern oh, gagging and Ugh. missing the tournament completely? 1 jeez. to 10. Zero. Zero. Northwestern is in, and when they get in for the second time ever, and both of them have, will have been under Chris Collins, they need to put a statue of Chris Collins up on the yes. Northwestern campus. People Amen. might trip over it because Collins is only about 5'6". He claims to be 6'2", <laughs> but he's really only about 5'6". <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Jay Great taking pleasure. a shot Great at pleasure. one of his guys. Love to have you. Thank you, Jay. Chris will love to hear that. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. You can catch Jay on College Game Day from the Dean Smith Center. Not familiar territory for him. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with a game tipping at 6.30. We'll take one last break. Still to come is Daniel Jones. Isn't he a dookie, too? Worth $45 million per season. Wow. I'll pass the hat. I'll make the first contribution for that Chris Collins statue. Will the Knickerbockers beat the Heat for their eighth straight win tonight? Let's see if Kornheiser can jump back. On the Knicks bandwagon. It is remarkable. Stop with the Knicks and me. It is remarkable how much Jay knows about college. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Happy time, people. Happy 25th birthday, Jason Tatum. For much of this season, when the Celtics had the best record in basketball, you could say Tatum was the best player on the best team in the NBA. Now you have to say that about Giannis Antetokounmpo, as the Milwaukee Bucks have slid past the Celtics. Tatum, like Antetokounmpo, is certainly an MVP candidate. He's a four-time All-Star. He's averaging 30.1 points. 
and 8.7 rebounds this season. Last season, Tatum was the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Tatum spent his one-and-done year at Duke and was the third overall pick in the 2017 draft behind Markel Fultz and Lonzo Ball. It certainly looks like the Celtics got the better of that. Tony, no Celtic has ever averaged 30 in a season, not even the great Larry Bird. Question now about MVP is Tatum, Joker, or Giannis? That's a hard one, and it may come down to the wire, and we're talking about splitting hairs. I mean, how do you figure that out? Well, the good thing for you and me is we don't have any hairs, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Rajon Rondo. Around this day 11 years ago, the 6-1 Rondo led the Celtics to an overtime win over your Knicks with an absurd triple-double. 18 points, 17 rebounds at 6-1, 20 assists. With those numbers, he joined Wilt, Magic, and Jason Kidd as the only players to that point to have had at least 15 points, rebounds, and assists in the same game. Rondo led the NBA in assists three times. He's now 37, and after playing with the Lakers and Cavs last season, he did not sign with any team for this season. Kentucky Sports Radio reported that Rondo is back at UK, where he went to school, he's enrolled in classes towards a degree, and he's had conversations with John Calipari about joining the coaching staff. If Rondo as a coach is an investment, count me in. I mean, I have a, the pleasure of all the years when you and I were sports writers, Tony, of listening to players post-game, off-day, shoot around. Rajon Rondo is at the top of the list, just basketball stuff, just listening to him. I mean, I got to think he's going to be a great coach. That'd be a good place to start with Calipari. Happy trails be. to Antoine Davis, breaking Pete Maravich's scoring record last night. Davis needed 26 points to surpass Maravich's career D1 mark of 3,667 points. The Detroit Mercy Star got 23 in a loss to Youngstown State in their conference tournament. Now, Davis is the son of Detroit Mercy coach Mike Davis, whom you'll remember from coaching Indiana. Antoine Davis played five seasons and 144 games in college. Maravich played three seasons and 83 games. Maravich averaged an incredible 44.2 points a game without the three-point shot. Davis, who takes 11 threes a game and took 16 last night, averages 25.4. Davis may still break the record if 14 and 19 Detroit Mercy gets invited to the CBI tournament. But after last night's game, Davis reflected on how close he came and he said, and I'm quoting here, I'm thankful to even be in the same boat as Pistol Pete. Yes, there's somebody living in his house, his father, Mike, who I do know, who has a sense of the history of the game. So this young man is not going to go without that. But let me just say this, and good for him that he's done this well in college. 44 a game? 44 <laughs> a game. Let's see who out there in the landscape now, even with the three, can go for 44 a game. Let's see. Show me. Watched him play all the time. If it was a three then, he'd have 49 or 50 a game. There's no question. Yeah. Let's go to the big yeah. finish. Number it. one, South Carolina beat Arkansas in the quarterfinals of the SEC tournament. Your thoughts? As expected, but they get Mississippi next, who took them to overtime. I still got South Carolina, but, you know, conference tournaments can be tricky. Bruins became the fastest team to 100 points in NHL history more than 100 years last night. You impressed? Well, you have to be impressed because of that history. They're going to set records for wins and points. It's a 100-year history. It's amazing. 100 years. The New York yeah. Daily News reports that Daniel Jones is asking for more than $45 million per season. Does that make sense to you? No. 
Knicks at Heat tonight. Will the Knickerbockers win their eighth in a row, Tony? No, wait. No, let me. No, let me. <laughs> no! Last one. <laughs> Top two in the West, Grizzlies and Nuggets, not the Clippers tonight. Who you got? I got the Nuggets in the beatdown. I mean, Memphis handled them the last time out. Nuggets double digits, not playing around tonight. They better not. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. My cousin Marilyn Coffey, happy birthday on Sunday. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. Tony will find out what I really think about the Clippers since he missed so badly earlier today. And I'm gonna now, tape it. I'm going to tape it. Here's SportsCenter. I'm going to put it on VCR. Do they have that? Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, quote, I'm a 46-year-old man and can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old, unquote. These e-bikes from Electric are fast, up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range, so you can explore further and longer. Head over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.